0: Accra gets busy on this frequency. 92.7 3 FM. Johnny's fight. Johnny's fight. On sunrise. Bismillahir Rahman Rahim. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. Hasbun Allah wa Nimal wakeel The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? And yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil, for you art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cap overflows, and surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. as alaikum. It's Tuesday. Welcome to Johnny's Bite. Yesterday, the courts did us proud. Aisha Wan is in the Kula four years, six months, with some 48,000 cities as fine. The word on the streets is that even though we are all grateful to the court for decisively taking this decision, it could have been better. While the judge said that she would have wished for more, but she was working within the constraints or the confines of the law. So then it comes back to the question, as a country, are we really interested in fighting Galamse? Because you know, if you take a matter to the court, the judge has to look at what the law is, has to look at the facts, and based on the facts and the laws and the prayers that are made in court, the judge would then make a determination or a decision. So if those things are put together, the judge looks at the court, the, the, what the rule says, and then they have to apply it, the judge cannot be faulted in this matter. So it comes back to our parliament. Is our parliament really fixated on fighting Galamsey? It goes back to the executive. Is the executive really fixated on fighting Galamsey? It goes back to our civil society organizations. Are they really interested in fighting Galamsey? It goes back to our chiefs and elders of the society. Are they interested really in fighting Galamsey? It comes to the political actors who are not either part of the executive or the legislature. Are they really interested in fighting galamsi? It comes back to the opinion leaders and the deep voices we are supposed to have in this country. Are they really interested in fighting galamsi? Because if we don't take care, we will get to the point where we may have to import water into the country to drink. And that will make Bob Malis' statement that in the abundance of water, the fool is thirsty because we have too many rivers, streams in this country. In fact, even along the beach, we did a desalination project. So God, in his wisdom, has put water all around us. We cannot allow Taflache our foolishness to make us all thirsty because we are looking on. And speaking of looking on, then senior minister of the Republic of Ghana. It is only the new patriotic party that has a a portfolio for senior minister. He's now the senior presidential advisor to Danko Kufado. When the conversation came up about Aisha Wan, how she was marshalling people, the Quimping to rape the nation and to rape our national resources, and how Aisha Wan was jumping in and out, the confusion about whether she was deported or repatriated. The president is a lawyer. Kojo Pankrumah was seated behind him, was, is a lawyer. Abu Jinapo his lands minister, is a lawyer. They were not too sure whether he was, she was repatriated or deported. And that, for me, I found insulting to the Ghanaian people, that lawyers are speaking, they understand, but they pretend that they don't understand. Listen to us, Afonafo. The relationship with China, They're the main company that is helping to develop the infrastructure system in Ghana is Sano it's a Chinese company. So one not be to help process our website and provide about $2 billion to us? No the wonder these kind of arrangements, putting that lady in Ghana, is not going to solve your economy problem. So this is what Yao Osafo Mafo, the Honorable Minister, has held many different portfolios before this latest one, a senior advisor to the president. He said that putting Asha Wan in Kula will not solve our problems because the Chinese were helping us with Sino Hydro. Sino Hydro deal was supposed to be part of the year of roads. We still have the potholes. Aisha Wan is now in the Kula. Does it change the narrative Will caging Aisha 1 now change our economic situation? Because if there is ever a time that we needed economic revolution, it is now. Now that we are debt laden, we can't pay all our debts, we have become a very good example for all that is bad, even in Kenya. This is the time. Now that we are taken from pension bondholders and we are not able to pay them, this is the time. Now that other fund, we uh, you know, people who co- connected to other funds, uh, we cannot pay them, this is the time. Now that school feeding has become a problem, this is the time. Now that persons living with disability are asking for their arrears over two years, this is the time. Now that NAPCO people have not been paid for more than nine months, this is the time. Now that operating clean your frontage people have not been paid for a long time, this is the time. You are wallowing in poverty. So now we have caged Aisha one. Is that will it bring the turn around, Mr. Yarsofa And you have the ears of the president. You advise him. Will it change anything? Or because now people are complaining about it, so something had to be done about it. It's good, but the bigger conversation is that there are bigger fishes. Pick the Kabinafipon Boating Report. Go through the report. If you are really committed and dedicated and want to prove to us that you are fighting corruption and fighting galamcy, pick that report and act with it. Pick that report. Put aside what the Attorney General said and act with it. After all, the Attorney General in his capacity, not Gofferdami, the Attorney General of the Republic, gave you their own advice on a Japa deal. You didn't listen to them. Why are you suddenly all completely listening to the Attorney General when all other persons are telling you that this one, there's something faulty with it. But as uh, my brother Robert Coleman of Wembley, which is 10 years today, will tell you, feye, in to wait, I can do it. It's not the same as I know how to do it. Happy anniversary, Robert, and your team at Wembley Sports. Now, pull the letters for me quickly. Yesterday, in the dead of the night, two letters flew around. Two correspondences. Quick one. The independent power producers are not happy with government because government owes them and government has refused to pay them and government is not sticking to its own timetable and the agreements that they have had with them. And when we talk about independent power producers, we're talking about keeping your lights on. You know the politics that was played with keeping the lights on in this country. You know. Whether Doomsaw was a wisdom problem or it was a money problem, this is part of it. This was on the 4th of December 2023. Sonon Asugli Power. The, the people they sacked, they have still not brought them back. We will talk about Sonon Asugli Power. But now let's talk about keeping our lights on. The managing director, electricity company of Ghana, uh, Electro Volta House uh, Ministries, Accra, that's uh, Dubik Mohammed to DSA indefinite shutdown of a sudden sugly uh, 560 megawatt power plant over unpaid invoices. In view of the intervention and the assurances from the Honorable Minister for Finance and Honorable Minister of State, we have resolved to suspend the plant shutdown for one week. Kindly confirm our understanding that we shall be paid an interim sum of 60 million USD in two weeks, At uh, two tranches, the first tranche of Thirty million US dollars to be paid this week, and the second tranche in the uh, week of eleven December twenty twenty three. And now, thank you. This is uh, Kuan Yin, yeah, Kuan Yang. Sorry, this is the chairman. It's copied to all the relevant. There are two letters. Please put up the other one. So we have. A, they are. They are saying. Oh well, we have agreed now. December 4, again, I told you that too. This was the first that was written. What I read for you earlier was the second one. Again, addressed to the ECG boss. It says, indefinite shutdown of Sonon Asogli, 560 megawatts power plant over unpaid invoices. Sonon Asogli Power Ghana Limited, um, a company, announces with regret an indefinite suspension of operation at the Sonon Power plant. Effective Monday, the 4th of December, 2023 at 6 p.m. That's why you saw certain areas with their lights off. Certain areas experienced light off yesterday. But they say we should not call it doomsaw. Because when the light goes on and comes back on, it's not doomsaw. It's Doom these days. How we are not able to stick to one principle and we keep changing the principle is another question. This difficult decision became necessary due to avoidable delays in payment from the Ghana government of Ghana Electricity Company of Ghana for power supplied, as well as the unproductive engagement to find amicable solution. Unproductive. Call Ken Ophoriata for us. Ask him whether he has been he has kept to the, the side of the deal. Unproductive. Two. This is our last resort the accumulating unpaid bills have significantly impacted our operation capacity operational capacities making it unsustainable to continue without addressing these financial challenges ECG uh, payment rate based on monthly invoices January to October 2023 24% percentage increase in receivable balance date uh, December 2022 to October 2023 76% we understand the impact of this decision on the national power supply and deeply regret any inconvenience caused. End. so the lights were going to go off. Somebody had to make a call and they had to agree that they were going to pay in two tranches. The question is, before now, what arrangements were there and before now, why didn't the Ministry of Finance, the, the Ministry of Energy, the Ministry of uh, the Public Utilities Workers, the uh, Public, Public Utilities Regulatory Commission, Executive Secretary of Energy Commission, uh, Ghana, Great Company, all of them, why didn't they pay attention to getting the problem solved? And the, the inconvenience that comes along. We're going to have Christmas. We're going to celebrate Christmas. Are we going to sleep in darkness? I don't know. I pray we don't sleep in darkness. This is when the people who have been given the opportunity, those we have, the men, have to wake up, shake up, and show scorecard. Sonan Asogli is asking you to show your scorecard because we don't want to sleep in darkness. Take me to the National Theater. First, if you have the picture of the Minister for uh, Tourism, Arts, and Culture, Dr. Wao, please put it up. While we look for the grievances, of the people at the National Theatre. And and over the weekend, we had a very beautiful, uh, you know, time at the National Theatre. Beautiful time. Uh, Image Bureau by George Quay. April Communications by Nashokop, fantastic production uh, in collaboration with the National Theatre of Ghana. Uh, The gods are not to blame Ola Timi's own. And I enjoyed that play because I also read it in secondary school. We enjoyed ourselves together. Thankfully, the carpets at the National Theatre, which we spoke about, the dirty carpets, have been changed. Thankfully, some of the chairs that are rotten have been changed. Thankfully, the smelling, ca- the smelling curtains have also been changed. We do not claim victory for it. We do not claim plaudits for it because nobody will actually give us plaudits. But it was good that we got the National Theater to change it. And, but that is not the end. So, Dr. Wow, good morning to you. I know what you did at the Daily Graphic. The Graphic Communications Group said, I know what you did there. And I had to pick this picture because the man who appointed you is standing right behind you and right on your on your right-hand side, there's a national flag which will remind you of nationalism and patriotism, first of all. So this picture is very significant. And the background is plain because this background tells a story that you should come to the table with an open mind. And that's what I've done so far. Right. I can tell you on authority that the leadership at the National Theatre of Ghana are allowing emotions to take center stage instead of being strategic in solving the issues. When I started talking about how smelly and stinky and dirty and unkempt the National Theatre was, the first resort was to be emotive about it. From board chairman to the last person. They were emotive. They were emotive. They were not strategic. They were emotive. Today, they have changed the things I was talking about. So what was the emotion about? Because if you are wearing dirty boxes and dirty singlets and somebody, you go past somebody and they say you are smelling, you don't have to be emotive about it. You need to go into the shower and bath and use some good deodorant and some perfume and smell good. That was what I was calling for, not to be emotive. Now, let's see the grievances of the people at the National Theater. So we will applaud the National Theater for the carpet change we will applaud the National Theater for the chair change. We'll applaud them for the curtains that were washed, and I didn't have to come and stand there to talk about them. But there's more at the National Theater. And may it not be that because we enjoy the gods are not to blame, suddenly we will push everything aside because that's what we are, we are perfect at. Listen to the grievances. This is addressed to the board of directors, and we intercepted this. Johnny's bite always intercepts documents because we come to the table with facts and figures. People in the past practiced journalism by telling us quick stories. We believe them. Today, those same people, when we come and we bring documents of this nature, videos and pictures and, and audio, they say that we should, we, the standards of journalism have fallen. They are not busy defending press freedom that has dropped from 30 to 60 to 62. Johnny's Bites. Please give me two, two more minutes, Oliver, in addition to this one. To the board of directors, through the director of administration, through the board secretary, CC executive director who has refused to interface with her people, from National Theatre, Ebibi Groma Symphony Orchestra, and the dance ensemble unionized executive, dated November 7, 2023, grievances of the National Theatre of Ghana, right? Grievances of the National Theatre of Ghana. And, and uh, sorry, so, sorry, it's technology sometimes. You take that off, please, so that we can read the letter quickly. There's something on, on the screen. We need to read it. And, and you know, <clears throat> I will tell you about the numerical strength of the National Theater that has reduced over time. I'll tell you about people who have left the National Theater out of frustration. I'll tell you about the fact that the National Theater now has square plugs and round holes in certain places. For example, a cleaner is now a plumber. That's why the plumbing work at the National Theater is the way it is. For example, somebody who used to be a secretary has been moved to procurement and all of that. Now, let's go. Let's go to it. Grievances of the National Theatre of Ghana, National Drama Company, Groma, National Dance Company, and the National Symphony Orchestra staff. We extend to you warm greetings and further wish to inform you that our unionized officers meeting held on Tuesday, the 7th of November, 2023. A number of concerns were raised, which borders on the survival of the organization as well as the welfare of staff. They are thinking about the organization and the staff. As well-meaning staff who believe in the need to deepen our relevance as an organization and also contribute meaningfully towards the socioeconomic development of Ghana through theater, we wish to bring the issue of, to your attention for resolution. They include, now listen to them, staff strength. The, national, the staff strength of the National Theater of Ghana residents' companies are declining yearly without replacement. Currently, out of an establishment post of 84 members, the National Symphony Orchestra has 22 members left. This is the same National Symphony Orchestra that performed in Fim Fim. Everybody is clapping that they did a very beautiful job. They were set up with 84 members. Now, there are only 22 that are left. From 65, the National Dance Company is left with 30 members. So, they have lost 25 members. 35, sorry. 65. Now they are left with 30, so 35 have gone. ABB Groma has nine members. One is now a PRO or so. Out of the minimum, 25. And the National Theatre has 46 members now. So ABB Groma, the drama group, they always will go and bring people from outside to come and perform with them. But that's not their mandate. The situation has replaced tremendous bedding on the few staff members left, making life unbearable and the general work output low and less effective, as well as adverse health effects on members. Of course, if you have 30 people doing the work of 65 people, or you have 22 people doing the work of 84 people, they will be tired. That's why the carpenter kept collapsing. And last week, I, I, over the weekend after the play, I asked one of the staff, I just approached him, because I've, I've been at the National Theatre for a long time. Kidafest, Fest, Drama Fest, all of, this, uh, all of those fun worlds. So I asked, the, I asked the man, I said, ah, Charlie, this is your overtime, how much is it? So 60 Ghana, I said, ah, you did a beautiful play like this. You have spent all your Sunday and Saturday evening here. You have left your family. Then you go home, your wife asks you, how much did you get for all the stress? So 60 Ghana CDs. That's what they paid them for overtime at the National Theater. Now, what is 60 Ghana CDs in today's dollar terms? It's $4. The same people who were happy, big big boys and big girls, MPs and ministers and all those big CEOs who came to watch it, the extra time that they paid for those people was four dollars. And they and those ones are what do you call it? Extra entertainment duty allowance. And those some of those big people who came to the National Theater came there with their entertainment allowance. That's you and I we pay for them. Four dollars. We have a call on management to urgently fill the existing vacancies to enable us to work at full capacity. So it's not a question of they refusing to work. It's a question of you presenting them in a bad light. Now, let's talk about this. This is the last one we'll talk about. Tomorrow, I have more on the National Theater. Promotion and welfare. The problem of dwindling staff strength. And compounding work, wedding on uh, bedding on the few available hands is worsened by the fact that since 2013, no staff member has been promoted. Since 2013, no staff member has been promoted. To make the situation worse, staff members yearning to acquire more knowledge and skills that can support the progress of their various companies have gone to school and presented their certificates to management, hoping to be upgraded, but to no avail. It is imperative to note that since 2006 till date, thus 30 years, we have had promotions done only twice. In our struggles to do the work of three times the current staff strength, management has halved our hospital bills, which is making staff suffer eh? and risk in disposing more staff due to the limitation of the human body. In our attempt to work out plans for our progress, we came up with a welfare scheme. All processes were put in place, hoping for a smooth takeoff. We were unfortunately hit by a roadblock because management seemed not to have found reason why we need to have a scheme that supports us. The same people whose lives' progress have been stagnated by so many years of no promotions, despite the increasingly heavy work burden. We accordingly call on management to fast-track the implementation of the planned welfare scheme, undertake the necessary steps to promote qualified staff, and prioritize the occupational health and safety of the staff. Tomorrow we'll continue. Show me Dr. for photo again. That's what we are ending with. Dr. Awal, good morning to you. Again, I repeat, I know what you have done at Daily Graphic. Graphic Communications Group. I know what you have done personally with your Finder newspaper. It is now time for you, sir, to step into the National Theater. Because the people you have left there, they are emotive. They are emotive because the board chairman says he has combed the whole of Ghana. He has not advertised, but he says that they have gone to the presidency to get a two-year contract for the executive director who is supposed to be on retirement. Who is still getting full allowances? I hear it's 4,000 CDs per month. So, yes, the question is, I'm not being paid now, but I'm getting 4,000 CDs per month. But eventually, they will go and apply and say, pay me. Dr. Awal, will you sit down and see retirees get jobs while young people do not have jobs? Will you sit down and supervise... Is the Finder understaffed? Is the the Graphic Communications Group understaffed? This is the national theater we're talking about. Give them the requisite support and the resources. Symphony Orchestra from 84 now to 22. Some from 65 now to 30 or 25. It is not good, sir. So I'm just saying good morning to you because you have to step into the situation now. And the president is counting on you because this is a very important agency. We're going to have the year of return, beyond the return, December and Ghana, all those things. National theater will play a very important role. And if the people are demotivated, what goes on? Say, go and meet the people. Don't meet the management. Don't meet the board. Put the staff in one room. Shut the door and listen to their grievances. Then you will know the real situation. Tomorrow will continue. Good morning. Johnny's Bite. Johnny's Bite on Sunrise.